0: Do you better? Do
1: Welcome, Retro Boy Podcast number sixty-eight. My name is Dave Heineman. I'll be one of your hosts as we continue to explore retro games and game culture. I'm joined by my co-host John Stringer. John, how are you? We doing are it?
0: back from the Thanksgiving break and being stuffed and busy, but yeah, doing all right.
1: Yeah, I guess it's uh, it's been what three three weeks or so, probably, since we sat down. I know uh, a lot of uh, kind of big annual video game releases have come out in that time since, and a couple of new consoles yeah, and a couple. Uh, we, I've been, yeah, uh, I, I've been traveling a little bit and busy with, with stuff. And uh, did you do anything interesting for Thanksgiving holiday? Uh,
0: we, we went to Renfest again, like I think I mentioned last time. And, uh,
1: I still think that'd be more interesting if it was, uh, focused around, uh, the character Ren Hoek from Ren and Stimpy, but continue. Uh, well, I'm
0: <laughs> Renaissance festival. There you go. Yeah. But it was fun. We went the more of the family group this time and the, the friends didn't go, so uh it was fun. It's always fun. I had a good time. Kids, have a blast. Big turkey leg. You know, I, the first time I went, I got the turkey leg, because, oh, it's a turkey leg, but after that time, I'm like, oh, it's like a mess in your hand, and you're, you it know, gets all greasy yeah. for, and sticky, and you wipe it off with a napkin, and the napkin just rips and sticks to your finger, and I'm like, ah, screw this. It's not even worth it, so... Not even on Thanksgiving. Well, I didn't, I, we went to two days after Thanksgiving, but oh, I did okay. get the uh, turkey on a stick, which is kind of like turkey tenders, and with this, you know, on a stick. So that was delicious, yeah. and drank uh, some beer, several good beers, and so uh, you know, we 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 kind of joked that when I mean, we go in these fairly large groups, like ten to twelve people on it, becomes the stand around and wait fest, as I like to call it, as. Okay, you get the group all going here. All right, we're here. Oh, this person's hungry, so we all wait for them to buy some food. Walk a few yeah, feet. Oh, this yeah. person's thirsty. They want a beer, so we wait. Oh, now this person's got to go to the bathroom. Oh, now we're trying to find this person. They ran off somewhere. So, I'll, you know, it, it. of course, that's making it sound like it's miserable. It's not. It's fun, but that's the only thing. Yeah. It's the, the biggest drag I find is uh, I like to kind of move around more and And do, but you know, we all sit around, talk, and you know, have you know, make jokes and have a good time. So, the standing around isn't all terrible.
1: I, yeah, I'm horrible with those kinds of scenarios where (laughs) like everyone's always holding up to this and that, and I want to get moving. And yeah, Yeah. I have to end end up being like
0: the, the, okay, come on, guys, let's go, come on. So, and if I don't (laughs) say anything, we'll just stay in there forever.
1: So, Yeah, yeah,
0: or then one person goes to the bathroom wait down in a while and they go get a beer and they come back and as soon as that person gets back oh i gotta go to the bathroom now I'm like what the
1: hell come on now that- i think that would happen <laughs> twice i'm like okay y'all have my cell phone number right <laughs> i'm out i'm out of here i'm gonna go do stuff <laughs> yeah uh, that's a little
0: frustrating but uh other than that all good what about you would uh you said you went out of town
1: yeah i was in uh washington d c for uh four or five days uh like the weekend before thanksgiving for uh academic conference and it's um, so our our big sort of national convention for my discipline and uh i i ch- i usually have gone pretty much every year but i the last two years i didn't go so um you know i mean it's the the academic stuff that goes on there is is good and interesting but uh i think these days, it's it's more interesting for me to see uh, like a bunch of friends and stuff from graduate school and and other you know other places in my academic career where and I, where I haven't seen these people sometimes for you know two three four years or so so it's kind of like a big reunion you get to catch up and spend a lot of time uh, socializing and going to to different uh, either like events to do in town or different places to eat or bars and stuff with. Uh, with people that you haven't seen for a long time that used to hang out with quite frequently. So uh, it's always a nice time when I get to go and, and present some work. And then uh, I, I basically, it was weird because I had that was uh, the week before Thanksgiving. And then the week of Thanksgiving uh, we didn't have class. And so um, cause it was our, our fall break. So I, I basically had like 12 days uh, away from, from work um, and then we had to come back this week uh for for like one final week of classes and it's it's kind of strange after that really long break to come back and and do, you know, a regular week again. So I think I'm still kind of adjusting from that. But today was the last day of class, so uh I don't have to worry about adjusting any longer. I just have to hand out some final exams and grades. Is that, grade that
0: closer? already, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh finals are, are next week and, I forget uh, how short college semesters are. Yeah, hopefully by uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm I'm done until uh, like late January. Sometimes so. you
0: know you should have pulled a, a fast one on them. The final is uh, you're going to be graded on who gets the highest score on this really hard shmup.
1: <laughs> oh, in my video yeah. game class, yeah.
0: <laughs> Drop a big yeah. one on them. No, there.
1: I I, br- I brought a few shmups to the class for them to try a few times, and uh, it, that probably wouldn't be a good way to give them an exam. <laughs> Like I, I, they, they probably uh, now. Now I like when I when I sit there and play a, a shmup, and I and I watch them play one. I, I I imagine that must be how like some of our top shmup players on the uh, the forum when we have these monthly clubs or the competitions. Like that must kind of be how they look at me. <laughs> you know, they have they have forty times my score or five times my score or whatever depending on the game. So um, my wife's gonna podcast us, uh, Dave. Oh, okay.
0: Hey guys, what's going on? hey she's she's been dying too so I let her
1: she's been dying no, to do that really. no not really for, for, like, for, like for like a year she's like I just want to say something you're like no woman you can't podcast is no yep, place for nope. you this is a
0: woman free podcast zone whatever yeah. <laughs> so uh so what have you been picking up and playing lately
1: Well, uh, we can talk about this a little bit more in a little bit, because I know we both uh, picked up a PlayStation 4. Um, But uh, I guess guess I'll tell my PlayStation 4 story. Uh, I won't really say my thoughts on the console, but um, my most interesting pickup was uh, the PlayStation 4 arrived. I ordered it from Amazon. And I uh, unplugged my PlayStation 3 uh, from the the TV in the main game room. And uh, Plugged in the the new the new cable for the new PlayStation and the uh, wait wait first of all why the, did you unplug
0: you, your PS3 you're getting rid of it
1: no uh, basically because that that TV I have two HDMI ports mm. and uh, one's for my my satellite box and the other was for the PS3 so I have a I have an HDMI uh, switch mm-hmm. box and uh, I you know eventually I'll plug it back into that but I you know I didn't do that yet so right now I don't have a PS3 hooked up. Mm. Um, uh, I, I suspect I'll hook it up again sometime soon, probably over this break. But uh, anyway, it was easiest just to unplug yeah, the yeah, PS3 yeah. and plan to plug the PS4 there. And uh, I did that and turned on the PS4, and uh, the system lit up with that sort of blue line across the top. And uh, no picture came out to the TV. And so I said, oh, well, that's kind of weird. Maybe maybe it doesn't like my HDMI cable. So I... I use the HDMI cable that came with the PS4, and that didn't work. And then I tried it in my other HDMI port, and that didn't work. And I was like, wow, maybe this TV doesn't like the PS4 for some reason. So I, I brought it downstairs to TV and living room, and I tried basically the same thing, different ports, different cables, nothing. Like, it would turn on, and so I was like, okay, well, maybe the, the PS4 needs reset, maybe it's uh, some sort of issue that in shipping, like maybe it's not the hard drive's not seated right. And uh, so I, I tried all kinds of different tricks and uh, you saw other people having similar problems online. They were calling it the, the blue line of death or something like that. And uh, I, I was not able to get the thing to work. You know, mine I was doing never, that at it, first it, too.
0: And then after a while, it just worked. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, how many times did you have to? Like I said it on there and I was like, I was trying to figure out what was the right input. Cause I have a receiver hooked up to the TV and mm-hmm. um, it seemed like it was just, you know, kind of glowing Glowing, you know, wasn't getting anything, no sound, and uh, turned it off, I unplugged everything, plugged it back in, glowing, glowing, and then, oh, there's my PS4. <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> so it took it a while.
1: Yeah, well, I never got to the, oh, there's my PS4, <laughs> so instead, I, I uh, you know, said, so, okay, well, I'll contact Sony and see what kind of options I have, because you know, it was sold out, so I assumed that uh, I probably wouldn't be able to get another one anytime soon. But I figured I'd try, and so I went online, and their chat system online was down. Uh, so then I called them, and I waited on the phone for about an hour and a half just to, to talk to somebody, and finally just gave up. Um, but there's a—I uh, I looked to see uh, proximity, to the closest Sony stores, and uh, there were two or three of them that reached within a couple hours for me. And uh, so I called them and I said, "Hey, you know, look, I've got this PlayStation. I, I bought it on Amazon." But uh, it's not working, and I'm having these issues with it. If uh, if I bring it in, do you have you know replacement consoles, um, you know, new and, that are brand new and everything? And they said, yeah, we we have we sold out of the ones for the, for sale, but uh, we did have a shipment of a dozen or so replacements just in case you know people had problems. And uh, I said, okay, well, when you know, what time do you open and so forth? So that was the, the system came out on Friday, and then uh, about. I guess seven o'clock Saturday morning, uh, through the family in the car drove, uh, it was probably two, two and a half hours by the time we got there to a, uh, a store, uh, in Jersey, Sony store at a mall and, uh, got there like right around the time they, they opened and, uh, uh, got the, got the replacement. So then I got home and it worked and been fine with it since we can talk about it a bit more later, but, uh, quite the ordeal to, uh, get the ps4 running but uh, the silver lining is uh that uh my my ps4 and my soon-to-be xbox one uh are now grant funded consoles lame um yeah no not lame. lame not at all no so uh some poor kids college
0: I, I, <clears throat> college money is getting
1: wasted <laughs> on uh you playing <laughs> video games yeah yeah no i mean the i i received a grant previously for Actually, uh, is that a state funded school a, yeah, what state mm-hmm. yeah so Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania discount. So any, off. any any Pennsylvania listeners <laughs> help help buy my PlayStation. I appreciate it. No, I mean I you know the, between the course development and the the grant was uh, for uh, for the book I was working on, and uh, there was Aren't some money left in book? the grant. <laughs> well, yep it's uh, it's in it's in at the publisher. There'll, there'll probably be revisions and edits before it's it's done done. But uh, I, I made a couple of different articles. They said okay, you have about a thousand dollars left. Do you want to use it for anything? Is there something related to the book? That uh, you can use this extra money for, or should it just go back into the, the general grant fund for you know other people? And uh, wow, way to be greedy, well, Dave. Yeah, I said, well, you know, I said uh, I'm going to have to revise the book uh, probably a little bit before it, it gets published. Just that's the normal p- publication process. So uh, you know, it'd be good for me to be current on uh, <laughs> on any any new developments in uh, in gaming. And, uh, I'm, uh, but the, I think the thing that was most persuasive is that, uh, I teach this class that, uh, and in the class I regularly bring in consoles or, uh, bring consoles to campus for students to, uh, play some of the games that like, I, I want them to play for the class or that we talk about or that covered in the readings, but that like for them to all buy it would be kind of cost prohibitive. So I, 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 actually, I brought the, the PS4, uh, last weekend for for them to have an extra credit session with and i made the argument in my uh grant request i said well you know i'm, I'm using this for class and um it's uh it gives students access to, to hardware that they might not normally have access to to kind of you know, see how the the platforms have evolved over time and um anyway they, they thought that was a reasonable uh reasonable argument so did you have and, a shitty uh, grin
0: on your face while you wrote this email
1: I had to uh I had to figure out the best way to word it properly. Let's just say that. So um it it was it, like on one level, yes, it's really weird like to, to think that uh you know, I was able to write a proposal where the university is is uh buying video game consoles for me. But on the other hand it's it's really not that different than Uh, Any other grant where someone is requiring some kind of specialized hardware or software as related to their research, right? So if a biologist needs some sort of a special uh, kind of machine to process things in a particular way to get certain kind of data, I mean, that's really not too different than a specialized piece of hardware for the kind of scholarship that I do. So you know you can you can argue a debate about the merits of game study scholarship versus biology or something like that. But fact is both have academic homes, both have students, both lead to certain kinds of careers. So you know I mean I, I think the justification is there. Um, I just think it's it's kind of a uh, a bizarre thought initially uh, even for me to, to think about requesting it but uh, sorry
0: uh you know. mr uh, random marine biologist in pennsylvania that will now not have a thousand dollars for his little submersible
1: right yep. right because yeah. dave
0: wanted some consoles yeah, so,
1: yeah he wants to he wants to go try to find some kind of a, a new worm at the ocean floor right <laughs> and i don't care about that you know i bet i bet uh, a book about video games will sell more than a book about eels or something so <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh that's the uh, that, that's what's new with me in my my recent pickups, is the PlayStation 4. And then, uh, I guess, sometime in the near future, uh, I'll, I'll be able to say some things about the Xbox One as well. Uh, and then, I, I guess, this next thing I'll talk about is a good segue into your top pickup. Because uh, the the best game that I have been playing over the last week or so, uh, and, and I'm only maybe a third of the way into the game, I haven't had a lot of time to game uh with this particular title yet, but uh, the uh, new Zelda 3DS, is a link between no, a link between time, between worlds, a link between worlds. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not crazy about the title, but the, the game, the game I quite like. Uh, it's uh, a link to the past. Is easily my favorite Zelda game, and uh, probably I'd say in my top ten games or so ever. Uh, not not really a big fan of the Zelda series as a whole, but uh, the NES First, Zelda game and the SNES Zelda game, I, I do uh, really adore. And uh, this one is really a, uh, an excellent sort of, uh, you know, it's not, I, I don't want to say it's an updated version linked to the past because it's its own unique story and its own unique mechanics, but there's enough kind of familiarity there and uh, enough uh, new and interesting things done that really fit with the uh, existing. Zelda structure from the from those earlier games that I liked. That it, it just is a really enjoyable experience. Um, I know, uh, you, you you your pickup is related to this. Have you had a chance to play the game? I've Played
0: it a little bit. Uh, I got the yeah. 3ds XL Zelda package, and uh, I'm actually kind of annoyed at GameStop. I preordered it from GameStop um, online at first because after they were open, my wife went to the store for me to make sure. I didn't know how limited this run was going to be. I know some of these other. Uh, Limited edition console sold out fairly fast, so I tried to get my wife to go up there and pre-order it, and uh, like, oh, it's not ready yet. So she was pissed, and I, I wouldn't get to ask her to do it again. So I just ordered it online in the meantime to make sure you know I got it just in case it sold out in the store. And the week of release, I, I was like, hey, you know, I'm. I, uh, they still have them in the store. I'm just gonna go pre-order it, in the, pre-order it in the store and not pay shipping and handling fees. It was like eleven dollars game GameStop. Mm. So uh, I look on my status on my. Uh, my account and it says uh... open you know I look at the different statuses there's like a pending and then there's a close and whatever pending means it's being ready to ship no more changes can be made, mine said open I didn't want to go and cancel it just in case the store was actually sold out so I wanted to make sure I got a new pre-order and then went and cancelled mine so I went to the store pre-ordered it, yada yada yada, paid for a good chunk of it Came out and then I didn't even waste time. I'm already drive home from the GameStop. I was calling and waited on hold with GameStop for 45 minutes. But this was right. Uh, was it right, right before the Xbox One, or uh, between okay. the PS4? So I guess a lot of people are calling about the problems with their PS4s and such. Yeah, we're looking for. And I waited, uh, waited, waited, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh no, sir, sorry, we can't cancel your order. It's already packaged." Like, well, th- it says open on it. You know, if this is Amazon, it would know, have been a no-brainer. It would have been done. But this was like th- right. three days, two or three days before it was uh, It was even shipped. It was like on Wednesday. Hmm. It wasn't shipping until Friday, and I got it on Tuesday. So, on that Wednesday, they wouldn't cancel it. I kind of fought with them, argued with them. No, 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 no. I emailed them. Their email responses were not even addressing the questions I kept bringing or the points I kept bringing up in the email. They're just like... <laughs> Oh, I mean, just totally disregarding whatever I wrote, and they were just pissing me off more. Just kind of rubbing it in. Like, yeah. you're not even reading my email. You're just giving me some canned garbage response. Yeah,
1: probably a form a
0: form yeah, response. Yeah, it, right. was, it was irritating. And then finally, I got one canned one. I'm like, oh, no, sorry, you can't. you can't. Uh, a whole day later, it took them. And then they finally respond, sorry, this order can't be canceled. It has been shipped now. Wow, well, geez, I tried for a whole day to get you to unship it. Or day and a half it was because I think it was Thursday night or so. I don't know. I remember the, the exact timeline, but basically, if it was Amazon, it would have been canceled, no problem. But apparently, yeah. GameStop, they didn't. Up, they, it wasn't updated in their system, so whatever. I couldn't get it. They they promised me, oh yeah, we'll give you full refund and refund your shipping. So the only reason why I got it at the store was so I didn't have to pay this eleven dollars shipping. Yada, yada yada. So I finally get it on Tuesday. Or, okay, then I'm like, all right. Well, go. Uh, when can I send it back? Oh, when you get it, uh, call us. Don't drop it at the store, because then we'll give you the shipping back. We'll print you out a form, or email you a form that you can print out, or the uh, return slip. Sorry.
1: Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay,
0: go ahead and send me that. Yeah, go ahead and Prepaid, yeah. send me that email now. Oh no, sir, sir, we can't send you uh, the return slip until you receive it. Are you shitting me? This <laughs> yeah. is like I said, Amazon. I think it even re- it ships with a return slip on it, just in case you want to. So I guess I've gotten spoiled by you know working with them, but I finally got it Tuesday. Shipped it off. I still haven't had my money back on it yet. So I'm very irritated with them. But sorry, off track. Back to the the system's really cool. I like it. I sold my my uh, red and black one that I had
1: uh, launched. Did Did you have an XL yeah, I had or, an or did XL. you have a regular? So okay. <laughs> All right, I have a, I have the red and black
0: XL. Yeah, kit, I had the red so. and black XL upgraded to 3DS. Well, I figured I looked online on eBay; they were selling for a decent amount. I sold. Oh, oh wait, you had you had a you you had a
1: 3DS XL or just a, I had DS a 3DS XL?
0: XL? A red okay, and black right. 3DS XL. Um, I sold that on eBay for like one thirty. I had it on the forums for a while oh, to give okay. them a chance. I put it on. I should have done it at one forty. I sold it at one thirty in about twenty minutes on eBay. So oh, I was okay. like, "Damn! I guess I could have made a little more." But hey, you know, I recouped a big chunk of my costs. I upgraded to a, a more collector item, and I think it's a better-looking system. It's pretty cool. Uh, I so I, I came with a free download. I also got a hard copy for uh, my wife to to play. She loves Zelda games, and mm-hmm. uh, so I downloaded it, and I probably played about twenty minutes just to kind of check it out. And I didn't want to die fully, in because I'm. I i did not want to. I have some other games I want to finish first, uh, but it, it seemed cool. Uh, it looks really nice in the in the 3ds system. Um, mm-hmm. The controls well, so I mean, it, it, it seems like it's a solid game from reading some reviews and from other people's comments. While I like to play games myself and make my own decisions, I've also heard that the game is really easy, and that's kind of a disappointment. I mean, if it's gonna be a little cakewalk, blah blah, and yeah, it'll it'll. I think I'll, I'll lose interest if it's just so easy. Uh, and the other. I'm used to also like some of the ease games where they have a decent difficulty to them. As yeah, yeah, th- thus
1: thus far, I would say it's pretty easy. The one I hear it's easy to throw uh, out almost. Okay, the the one mechanic that's uh, it provides a little bit of uh, not difficulty, but makes you a bit more careful, perhaps, and uh, consider your your actions closely. Uh, is that most of the items in the game you you rent? Mm, yeah, and as long as you're alive, you have them, and then if you die, you lose yeah. them all, and you have to buy them so again. And, but I hear uh, money's so, not a I mean it makes you... at
0: all, you can easily just amass a lot of money, a lot of rupees.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it still makes you want to not die. Yeah. Um, you know, so, But yeah, it's, it's also not really easy to die. Um, and I also but, hear the, uh, yeah, like, items the, the All the bosses have been really can easy. ...can also yeah. ruin some of the
0: exploration fun of it, or you just, okay, here's all your items already.
1: Uh, okay. I've heard that okay. argument, yeah. which
0: kind of makes sense. And then the other one I've heard was that uh, the Shadow World stuff feels forced... Like uh, some of the other, you know, link to the past that you know, using alternate worlds and stuff, felt like, mm-hmm. aha, clever, you know, puzzle solving trick We're here is like, hey, guess what? You're gonna use your shadow world here. You need to pass this very obvious little, you know, uh, uh, qu- uh test thing here or uh, puzzle here. So you know, it just kind of telegraphs so much. It just seems like a forced mechanic instead of something that's more intuitive. Then again, this, again yeah. this is what I've heard from complaints. I'll, I'll make my own judgments, but that that leaves yeah. me a little concerned about enjoying the game for the long
1: haul instead of just enjoying the first few hours and getting bored. So we'll see. I, I, yeah, I guess I don't. I mean, I don't. Uh, my my interest in Zelda games has never been about the challenge that they provide. Um, you know. So yeah. Well, I mean, the- I, I don't need it to be blistering hard, but I like some kind of
0: some kind of challenge.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely easier than than most of the ones I've I've ever played, but uh, not like so drastically so that it's not still yeah. fun. Right, and that may be so um, for me too. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. One one thing I do actually, uh, when you're saying that, I, I do wish uh, I could do is I can't move Link with the D pad. I can only use the, the circle pad. Maybe there's a setting I can adjust that. Um, but I, I'm so used to controlling it with a, a D pad that uh, the I'm wondering if some of the easier difficulty is because the uh, circle pad is a bit less precise in my experience than a D pad is for a game like this, and so the you know the the AI is a little bit more forgiving hmm. and not quite as aggressive. I Didn't really and have an issue with. So the I feel like circle I feel pad. like I can't move as accurately and as quickly with the circle pad as I can with the D pad in any, a game like this. I didn't,
0: for my little bit of time playing it, the, D-pad, the the circle pad felt fine to me. Okay. Okay. But it didn't like it. I do like D pads for a lot of those games, but. Yeah. It kind of felt natural. I, I, until you said something, I didn't really notice it. So it was not noticeable for yeah. me, which is usually a good thing.
1: I would just like to be able to have the option to switch the D-pad and circle pad to, to yeah, do the other, sure. yeah, the opposite thing. The option, but, controller I, I, options I, my, are always I, nice. I, have the, I have the download code version, too. I snagged someone on the forum. Yeah, you snagged it for it 20 minutes. 20 bucks, I saw that. Nice snag that pretty quick. You vultured yeah. that thing. Yep. Uh, you know,
0: best game playing. I also did get a PS4, so our major topic of the show is just going to be talking
1: about the new console launch. Sorry for you retro-only purists, but this is... Well, you know what we'll do is we'll talk about the PS3 games that are playable on the PS4 to really, mm. you know, hit home the retro. I don't even know which ones those are. <laughs> oh, really? No, I didn't uh, pay uh, attention. Flower? Yeah, see, I have shapes, Flower. So I yeah, got yeah. the
0: Journey Special yeah. Edition, which cast Flower, so it made me download right. it, but for whatever reason, it wasn't letting me just have Flower, so I was like, ah, screw this. I wonder if you would have had to buy Flower on PSN. Probably, I think you do.
1: Yeah, which is annoying.
0: I bought the Journey collection. I have it digitally on my PS3. Let me have it on. But whatever, I'm I'm really just one of my biggest. Well, okay, we'll get that into the the PS4 topic. But that's what we're going to talk about. So we talk about game culture. I think we'd be missing out if we actually didn't, you know, talk about this. It's a big, Yeah, yeah, gaming moment. But uh. I really like the downloadable games on the PS4 that you come with, That comes with it, the PSN Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. Both Resogun and Contrast. Uh, I had fun with the Resogun, so it's a shmup I enjoyed. Hobie came over, played it, and he was like, yeah, this is awesome, but I'm not going to buy a PS4 for it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I played that. It's one of those, it's easy for me just to get on and play for like 15, 20 minutes, and then if yeah. I don't want to get... Totally engrossed in a game. I was, my issue sometimes starting games is okay. I, I play a lot of these, you know, big epic RPGs, and I need to set aside three or four hours, or maybe that's a little excessive, but I mean, at least an hour or two to really feel like I'm, you know, digging into and making progress in the game. And I gotta set aside these chunks, which isn't always easy to do. So, Reso uh, Gun is a game I can kind of pick up and just goof around with a bit. I think I'm on the third or four, fourth level, and uh, okay. It's, I struggled at first, but uh I just went you know had played it for a few days picked it up and beat like you know three and almost had four done in you know, all at once
1: we so so are you are you uh every time starting on the first level and like getting all the way through to the end of no four? uh oh, okay sometimes
0: I'll just start on a new one um yeah, I probably could I've gotten to where level one I can beat pretty you know no problem two right you could definitely feel the the, the stepping up of difficulties so, though one yeah. uh, one is really easy now two is moderate and three actually I think is the biggest uh, difficulty jump from uh, so far four yeah I went through I made time. It past
1: three but I, I started on the, the first third level boss every time. was hard for me
0: actually uh yeah that's the one or maybe it was the second boss that was hard for me the third boss might have been easy whatever the one that use lasers once you blow up that little area and it keeps spinning the last one keeps spinning the opposite way. That one is yeah, yeah. I think that was the second boss. That was the pilot yeah. one of the most difficult bosses. Uh, the third stage is more difficult for me, but I think I beat the boss the first time I tried him. Okay. But uh that was fun. I also really like contrast and my wife really loves contrast. And it's not a game I think I would like but I like the uh, the look of it and the atmosphere Mm -hmm. i think it's really cool it's like something that could be it's like a game if you pull out the puzzles it's something i could watch even it's it's got that cool have you have you tried it
1: no i've i've uh i downloaded it but i've not booted it up um i'm sort of anticipating a uh a lull in ps4 games that are interesting to me and so i'm kind of waiting because i've got a lot of other stuff right now in there to to well i I tried
0: it out just okay i'm gonna try out all my games and
1: I'm gonna put this yeah. in,
0: and this is gonna be cool, and I'll play play it for ten minutes. And I'm like, all right, I, I saw what that game had to offer, but I started playing it, and I kept playing it, and I kept playing it, and I, it and I think I stayed up to like three one night playing it. Uh, wow. Yeah, it, it was fun, and then I got my oh, I knew I, I was playing through it. And I was like, oh, my wife's gonna love this game, so I had her play it the next day. It's a
1: it's a puzzle platformer, yeah, right?
0: Basically, the, yeah. it, it's kind of I guess it's not plat. It's you don't platform. All the time, it's not a constant platforming game like, say, a Mario. But it's a, uh, right. It's more of a puzzle, and then you might, might have to make a jump or two, you know. So it's got the platforming oh, okay. elements, but it's not like constant platformer, you know.
1: It's so it's it's not like like a Braid or a Limbo. No, 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 like no. That, no. Even. It's okay. 3D, right. and then you go.
0: Okay, you got to figure out how to get this little item or get to this spot to advance the story. Hmm. Here, uh, there's some shadows, and you move stuff around or something to let your shadow 2D shadow person jump to the area you needed to. So. It's more of a puzzle game, I think, with platforming elements than it is a platformer puzzle uh with puzzle elements, if that makes sense. It's puzzle game first, uh I would say. Okay. So I like it. It's got some glitchy moments sometimes when you pop in and out of the shadows and a few little weird things like that and but overall, uh I'm really enjoying that. I haven't played Assassin's Creed 4 yet, though I've heard been hearing uh you know, people from the RP Gamer staff and other people I follow on Twitter, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about the game. They're all raving about it, like, "Oh, I've never liked an Assassin's Creed game until this game. It's really awesome." So now I'm kind of interested in really get digging into that one, and I think it might be something I'll like as well. So yeah, it's really fun. I, I, I didn't like the first game, and I hear oh, it's so much better. The second game is so much better than the third game. It just seemed so repetitive to me, and like once the oh, this is cool wore off for like the first hour or two. I'm bored of mm-hmm. the game, so I'm hoping uh, 4 will be nice. Uh, I played Killzone. Killzone looks pretty cool. I, I just had a decent time. with my you know, I played it when I first got the system. A few hours. I haven't played it since. I don't think it's a bad game. I like it, but it's not amazing. It's not like, oh, I need to go to home and play Killzone. It's, you know, if I'm playing it, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm enjoying myself, but it's not one of those that I really need to... It just feels pretty average with nice graphics and gunplay uh so it's it's solid but you know nothing spectacular i'm not gonna rave about it kind of thing so i uh, you're the big killzone fan what do you think
1: yeah well uh my, i kind of had the opposite reaction the first couple hours uh with the game i i also i think it was probably the first game i uh, put on when i got the system and um i i am a big fan of the series and uh i i found the first couple like the first level which, which is you know obviously very tutorial mm-hmm. uh based and then the uh i guess the level right after that where you're uh like near that dam and jumping around in the woods and stuff mm-hmm. and uh and then whatever the level was after that I, I just found them to be um not especially engaging i found them to be uh uh, throwing a lot of systems at you at once yeah. that were new that were new to Killzone that were not always easy to kind of coordinate the way that I felt the game wanted you to, um, but uh, you know somewhere after the first hour and a half or two uh, they started to click and uh, I, I got got the hang of it and um, the game is is actually like you know fairly decent length I, I would guess I. Uh, must have spent probably a dozen hours oh, wow. uh, start to finish to, to complete it. And um, uh, some of the, you know, sort of middle middle half of the game. So the first quarter is not, to me, wasn't especially exciting. Uh, the story in the last quarter or so is kind of eh. Um, but uh, a solid middle half of the game with some really nice uh, level design, uh, some really good integration of the, the new systems. Um, it, it doesn't. Feel quite like the other Killzone games, which are kind of known for having a a heavier, weightier feel to them. It's a little bit floatier, Some more Halo. That makes sense. A little bit, a little bit more Haloish. A I bit, that. Yeah. that's um, one of
0: my Halos are good games. My big, one of my biggest gripes about them is how floaty it is when you jump.
1: Well, I'm not talking so much about when you jump. I mean that that actually is still pretty decent. I, I'm talking more about the uh, uh, kind of the the speed at which you can move your your gun and not not just as it's mapped to the different uh sensitivities but the uh, the speed of movement through the world like the, the like how fast you run mm. the speed of uh, of moving the uh, the gun around the uh, uh the the AI I felt was actually uh probably the worst in a kill zone game I've played I thought it was really pretty poor yeah there's a um, damn there's a spot where i go up to to get
0: those uh uh guns and they're mm-hmm. all you know, that whole area is filled with dudes. I stood there and I shot one with a sniper rifle, that one you charge up, and I kept just like running over there to the fence and be like, Oh, where is he? And I shot him and then another one came up and I shot him and it just it was yeah. just like you know, uh you yeah, uh fish in a barrel kind of thing. And they just kept one running at, one after the other, running to that little chain link fence so I and they couldn't see me. I was just standing there. So that was kinda oh, that was kinda stupid. I didn't like that. Yeah.
1: But so, so I mean, I, all, all these different changes. Uh, initially, I, I had a fairly negative reaction to the game, but uh, I think I said something on the forum. Like by the time it was it was over, uh, the the good ultimately pretty pretty well outweighed the bad. Oh, and, I could see uh, some
0: good in it. Uh, and yeah. like I said it's it's probably one of those above average, solid, not great, not bad kind of games. Uh, yeah, a typical, probably a fairly typical launch game. It'll be very forgettable, I think, down the line. But you know, it's. You're not wasting your money if you enjoy shooters and if you enjoy Killzone. No,
1: no. Yeah, and, and I mean, I would say, uh, you know, it, it's probably, there's only, uh, you know, six zone games and, and two of them are portable and one of the portables isn't a, a first-person shooter. So, you know, I, I would say that this, this, is, this fits pretty squarely in, like, the top half okay. of the zone games in, in terms of quality. I haven't played it online um, yet. I, I've not either. So, I mean, I'm talking strictly single-player. Um, and, and I will probably also say that uh, I, I surprisingly enjoyed uh, Call of Duty: Ghosts uh-huh. uh, m- more than I enjoyed uh, Killzone should've 4 Battlefield or Killzone: Shadowfall. Uh, I should have gotten Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I mean, uh, again, uh, I, I tend to be someone who plays first-person shooters primarily for the campaign. Okay. Um, no, and, I mean, Battlefield's uh, probably not a good choice. No, yeah. Multiplayer and, um, in Battlefield's so fun. Yeah, I, I've played a little bit of the Call of Duty multiplayer, and it's, it's pretty standard Call of Duty multiplayer. But that's, that's fine. I, I didn't encounter it. I haven't played mm-hmm. enough to, to have that kind of a uh, experience with it yet. But And I like their uh, uh, whatever the alien mode is, like Extinction, ah. which is, you know, that, that was kind of fun. You but, know, one uh, other thing
0: I didn't like about Kills, I don't know, it's that stupid little. Robot flying thing. I forgot what they call it here.
1: Well, that's what you have to really learn how to use well, and it becomes really important. Oh, I imagine it is. But I don't like using it. It annoys me. Yeah. Oh, I gotta wait. Oh, then using the touchpad to assign them stuff that annoyed me too. Yep. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's one of the things that took a lot getting used to. And but once I did, it was like this is really cool.
0: uh, See, I don't know if I'll ever think it's cool though. That's the problem. I think it's just going to continually annoy me that I have to use this touchpad. The stupid flying robot to get him to do these things I have to get him to do in order to progress in the game. But I guess they're trying to throw in some unique things to make it different, which I can understand. Yeah. yep. But But, uh, anyway, uh, moving on from that, that's my some of my first game experiences, one I've been playing. Um, uh, For those of you who have seen my room pictures, we are getting a new couch. My other one is kind of broken. That nice big one I had. And I still have, and uh, it's getting some, uh, some of the animals, made some holes with their nails, and they think they chewed a corner of some of the upholstery on it. <laughs> so uh, I had the furniture warranty on it from when I bought it. So they came out, and we had some other furniture also get repaired. And Like, okay, we got to order the upholstery on this. This was like two or three months ago now. And after like ten weeks, finally they—I uh, call them. They didn't call me. No, they didn't call me. Finally, I've been calling them. Like, oh, sorry, sir. Uh, we've been found out from the furniture store that your item is discontinued and they no longer make it. Well, geez, thanks. It took you ten weeks to figure that out. Yeah, I right. Couldn't have yeah. just told you to begin with. So that we were waiting for my shipment the whole time, and they didn't look into it until the shipment was overdue. So. Um, like, well, we can give you half the value of it in a check, and you keep the couch, or we replace your couch, uh, or you go to the store and buy a new couch and put the value what you spend on the couch towards the new one. So we went shopping, and we have found a new gaming couch that will be here sometime in December. Uh, We're still waiting to get all the details, so I'll probably have to do some updated game room picks. uh, It's not going to be as big and round. It's going to be more of an L shape, or kind of a J shape with a lounge, but it's got some cool uh, reclining capabilities and it's, it's bigger. And uh, my biggest complaint about my couch is how low it is on the back. So you have no head or neck support if you just kind of want to lay back. So mm-hmm. uh, this one's taller. So I'll enjoy that. Um, for, you know, that, that was some fairly, really, uh, interesting info for most of you, I'm sure. But
1: mm, yeah, I was, I was really actually quite worried about yeah, the, yeah. uh, stability behind your neck. Yeah, I know.
0: Um, and then, for retro gaming, my uh, wife's brother came down and visited. Who's also a big retro game fan, and we had a night of playing a bunch of my retro games that I've neglected, like Bomberman Two and uh, Soccer Brawl on the AES and uh, Tetris Attack. Though so I've played that with Hobie, so uh, I we probably went through you well, know fifteen different games of mine in there through all the collection and had a lot of fun with that. Sounds good. Yeah. So you want to talk more about this console launch?
1: Yeah. I, I, I apologize. I thought we were already talking about it. So I, I missed you. Yeah. The couch line on your, uh, on the outline. No. Here. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess beyond what i we've already kind of talked about in terms of impressions of the games, I mean, they're, they're, they're launch games. They're not, uh, dramatically different or dramatically better than, uh, games for the previous generation. Uh, they uh in my experience they you know they do look nicer, but not uh not dramatically so and uh i, I think but I think that you know I think it's a good start i think well, there's for me potential for...
0: stays yeah. fairly current with some of the p c games they still don't yeah. look as good as some p c games no which, nope you're right, yep uh that's gonna throw some people off or disappoint some, but as far as compared to the other. The, this
1: previous generation of consoles and it's an upgrade all right yeah well, so here so here, here's another weird sentence like well so i was today in class i was talking about call of duty 2 launch game for the xbox 360 and, and we were looking at screenshots of it and i mean it looks if you remember it, it looks like horrid it yeah, looks like a, a, a game from the previous it generation it's like a ps2 game or something well right and um uh, but then I like I was looking at reviews, and most of the reviews of the game at the time were actually like quite laudatory of its quality. They're like, you know, this is controls just as fast and looks just as good or almost as good as like most PC versions of of games or most other shooters on other consoles. Like, this has set the bar high for oh, future uh, Call shooters. Call of Duty Two was uh, one of the most
0: loved Call of Dutys. That's kind of set the yeah. set the franchise to the spot it was. Kind
1: of, yeah, but 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 I mean, they were you know celebratory of the graphics uh-huh. at the time, and and when I think about like, or or like the jump between Resistance, the first Resistance game, right, which is a PS3 launch game, and then stuff like uh, the Last yeah. of Us, like I mean the, the, I think in thinking about where the PlayStation Four is starting, mm-hmm. um, it it really bodes well if it has that same kind of uh, development sure, cycle it sure time. We'll- Well, you know, I, I didn't tell my
0: console story either, and I opened it up. I can't, I had a long day of work. I had to work... Uh, I was sick that week, uh, so I missed a day, so I, I made it up on my Friday, which I normally have off, so... My PS4 was here all day, and I had to sit at work all... and I had to sit a long day at work, so I didn't get home until late, and I was really tired, and I was unboxing it and checking it all out, set it on my desk, and I was trying to put the box up, and my wife distracted me and kept you know, yapping in my ear. And, uh, I... Moved the box, and it accidentally knocked the PS4 off my desk and onto the floor. And she was yelling at me right before it happened. What do you do? And I'm also saying this for her benefit, as she can hear me right now, and I'm kind of uh, teasing her. But it, it fell off, landed on a corner, and... Uh, she was like, oh, well, no, stop. And I just kind of sat there and looked at it, and I was like,
1: oh, crap. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Maybe that's why it didn't work. Yeah, right that's away. <laughs> possible. I didn't think it
0: was going to work at all, to be honest with you, especially after all the other pretty yeah. people. So I picked it up, I'm like, oh, and I look at it, and the corners all cracked. Like, oh, my nice, pretty new PS4 has now got a big crack in it forever. So, yeah. but it worked. And then I got to get on and rub it in you. Like, hey, I, I even dropped mine, and mine works. but uh yeah i think the downloadable games are cool i'm i was just i guess i the news is already out there but i either missed it neglected that i couldn't still use some of my downloaded psn games like the ps1 classics and such in the ps4 which was a big bummer uh feels i i kind of liked how the sony items uh on the the psp the vita the ps3 your account Shared all your downloaded games across them all, and uh, you can okay. I got it on the PSP, and I can still play it on my Vita, and and it's crossplay with the PS3, and you know all this stuff with the, the PS1 Classic. So, not being able to play the, even those on the PS4 was a disappointment because I know it can run the PS1 emulator.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if that's just something that's coming. Maybe, that, you know, but they're, then they're also kind of trickling features out over time to get more people to buy it. They're also going to have oh. that game streaming
0: service, whatever. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, so maybe they, yeah, the they want to do it through that instead. Which yeah. I can understand, but it's also annoying for someone who's, you know, put a decent investment in their PSN library.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about how those things are coded, but basically if they can make that emulate the PS3 well enough... Yeah. Um, then they don't need to, like, you know, recode these PS1 classics to now also work on the PS4. Like, you know, it basically they just, because all that stuff is already signed for the PS3, yeah. they just have to you know, run it that way. So that that's probably, because you're right. I mean, I would think the PS4 could very easily run ps one oh, yeah. in terms of easy. just sheer yeah, processing yeah. power. But, it, you know, it's a lot of translating. Sure. Um, and if they don't have to do that and they can find this other way to do it, then yeah. it's probably not worth pushing that feature. Yeah.
0: And it's disappointing now. However, I will yeah, bring sure. up one yeah. thing. The Vita remote play is surprisingly better than I thought it was going to be. It's like basically having, if you're sitting nearby, I, I, I haven't done it remotely through, you know, uh, a Wi-Fi setup, but uh, just mm-hmm. at my house playing it uh, in the same room as it, it's just like using the Wii controller, basically, I think with the same. I didn't have any mm-hmm. lag, really noticeable lag, I'm sure there's some lag, but... I was playing games, it was just kind of like having the controller in my hand with the screen and then I could, you know, I could look at, I was looking at the TV and the screen, looking at the TV and it was pretty, you know, it was really, really uh, synchronized and close, so. I go in some other areas of my house, okay, I start to get some lag and some, some issues or it kind of stutters at first and then once it kind of catches up, boom, it's gone and it works pretty solidly from there, but. It also dropped connection a few times, which, if you're playing in the middle of something, it could be frustrating if you didn't save or something. But, uh, right, I'm yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pleased. It, the connectivity with the Vita was better than it, it expected, so uh, I think that could be. You know, I'm I leave it on, go out of town. I'm in my hotel room, with some Wi-Fi. I can pull my Vita out and play my PS4. That that would be awesome. So I'm hearing people can do see. That. From
1: what I understand, that doesn't work that way, though. It has to be able to to. Like find the PS4 on the same network. You
0: sure? I heard people are getting on the Wi-Fi networks from uh, remote places and playing the PS4. Unless they're really? completely okay. reading what they said wrong, that's what I've been hearing. Okay. Or he'd get it, you know, get on his hotspot from like a, you know, a few miles away and playing his PS4 on his Vita.
1: But I thought. Okay. Well, maybe maybe it. I, I thought it it wouldn't work that way. So
0: supposedly, I guess we need to look into it more. But I was pretty sure I've been reading yeah. reading stuff on Twitter about how they're they're doing that. Unless I'm just completely missing the boat here, um, no. So it's isn't, isn't impossible, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anything else you want to add about the PS4?
1: No, I mean, have you tried out any of the uh, the social networking stuff or any of the uh, the other kind of things that are social new new components <laughs> of uh, yeah? Oh, actually, has, I uh, forgot. I've been stuff. playing
0: Madden 25 as well because yeah. I got a
1: league, and
0: I had I've used Twitch TV. Uh, requirement for our league is to stream our games where we're playing them. Okay. So, and we you kind of post our, our Twitch link on the forums and, hey, you know, we get on the little chat, hey, we're about to play a game, and, you know, here's the stream. And that, that so, you, the league is actually pretty cool where you're playing, and if it's a, especially a big game or something, now the whole league can sit around, say if it's the Super Bowl, the whole league can sit around right. someone's right. Twitch and, and watch the Super Bowl play. Which before, we couldn't. So that's really adds a cool new dynamic to the the, the league setup. So Good I on. can't believe yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I mentioned Madden. Uh, and it's actually not just like the last-gen ones with better graphics. It's, it's different. And the physics play different. Uh, I think it's probably better, though I'm not used to it. So I've been actually sucking okay. at it. <laughs> I'm having a difficult time. I've only played a few games. Just feels different. Yeah, the way the players move is a lot different. I'm also... I've also been playing it on the Xbox since 05. Uh, I right. used to play on the PS1 and 2 and in 05 I got on the Xbox and then I got it on the 360 since. So I haven't played it on a uh PS or Sony console in about 10 years. So I've thrown interceptions by mm. pressing the wrong uh, face buttons on the controller <laughs> and the analog stick being further down and instead of being, you know, upper the 360 ones, is it throwing me off? So it's going to be one of those, uh, learning curve, uh, things. I just need to break myself of you know, doing something for playing that year round with NCAA year round for 10 years. It's, uh, you, you're, I guess, muscle memory. And you just kind of get so used to playing it one way. So it's been jarring at first, but nothing I can't, get over after uh, some practice i'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. but uh, i guess we'll get to some of our news for retro gamers uh, i guess you can go
1: first yeah well this is uh just kind of a follow-up to something that we spent some time talking about in a previous episode and we were uh we, we had a segment on uh when different companies have bought other companies or uh, merged or, or those kinds of things, what's happened. Uh, and that discussion was uh, initiated because of uh, Sega buying Atlas. And uh, there was, we, we were debating, you know, is that a good thing, bad thing? What's going to, is Atlas going to be the same Is uh, Sega going to screw them up or are they going to make them do other kinds of things? And uh, so basically uh, I guess about a week or so ago, uh, Sega came out and said that they're more or less going to let Atlas be, um, and if anything, they'll give them access to kind of old Sega IPs to, uh, or, or Sega IPs that haven't been localized to see if they, you know, would like to do anything with them. But they're they're not going to uh, create an agenda of games that they need to work on, and they're not going to shift their uh, their general process of uh, you know creating or uh, porting titles and those kinds of things. So uh, more of an update than a, an item that I don't know we need to discuss for a long time, but. Uh, it's, it's nice to know for Atlas fans that at least initially Sega sounds like they're not going to do anything to, to mess with what's already a, a good thing for most people's point of view.
0: Yeah, I think they listened to some of the uh, uh, fans' uh, reservations and fears, so maybe they're trying to, uh, to put those away. Though, I, you know, it's one of those if I think there's a big if that they're 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 leaving out. We're going to let Atlas alone if it does well and makes us money. <laughs> I have a feeling if they right. have a few duds, which hopefully they don't, but it's always possible you know no company's not gonna um, uh, no company's sure. infallible from screwing up and losing some money, so uh I think if they make some bad financial decisions or they you know or they have some games that don't sell very well and don't meet expectations, I could see Sega trying to step in and take the reins so.
1: Yeah. Well, and really, I mean, if they had done that before, they, they probably just would have been dropped from that company, True, too, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, that's probably not really any different. Uh, if anything, that might give them a little bit more of a cushion, because they have a, a, a parent company who might be a bit more sympathetic to the uh, trials and tribulations companies face in the game market. Yeah. But, so, uh, And I hear, you know,
0: Atlas may get access to some of the old Sega IPs, which... That could be cool, uh, uh, you know, a, a new shining force that plays like a shining force as a street mm-hmm. that, that could be awesome. That actually gets localized because the last few strategy ones were not localized, or uh, right. maybe another Streets of Rage. You know, some of these other names have been. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know how good the beat 'em ups are these days anymore. They seem to kind of lost some of their, you know, they try to do them in three D and they kind of just don't feel right, and then. Uh, so they, you know, if they make a two D one, how you know how much better can they make the origin than, than the originals? Which you know, it's room for debate. But uh, I would I would be interested in, in playing the Streets of Rage if they did make one. Uh, even even that, with that being said, so yeah, uh, it's one of those I'm not going to get my hopes up kind of things. I'm 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 going to wait and see. So they're still yeah. going to make you know they're banking on okay they're going to make another Persona game and. Uh, I think Persona 4 Golden put up really good sales number on the Vita. I think they announced 700,000 ships, which for yeah. a Vita RPG. For a Vita mm-hmm, game? Yeah, well. It's, it's really good. There's a ship, though. I don't know how many actually sold, but you know, you yeah. think it's... Yeah. Even if it's half that, that's still solid for, for a Vita RPG game, which is an niche game. And yeah. yeah. I have Dragon Crown also sold or shipped 800,000 copies, so uh, I'm not sure what
1: the breakdown between Vita and PS3 were. So... Yeah. Are these global?
0: I, I not sure.
1: Okay,
0: I'd have to double check. I was reading. Um, there's some people I follow on Twitter that uh, brief us on uh, some of the some of the sales that come through. Mm, so. mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Actually, one of the persons that does that often is going to be the guy I'm interviewing tomorrow.
1: So. <laughs> oh, no, if, yeah, you, you know, if you want to go ahead and foreshadow a bit who uh, will be on the, the next well, show, who are you meeting,
0: interviewing? Uh, Bill, um, I, I'm meeting Bill. I'm going to mess up his last name. next. uh from z Games. Uh, he actually lives, I found out from following him on Twitter, that he lives in Houston. He made a, about some kind of post one day about doing something in Houston. I'm like, hey, you know, so we should meet up sometime, and I'm going to interview him uh, Recorded audio recording for the show and i 'm also going to do uh, an interview for RP gamer and kind of separate some of it out he's is a retro gamer himself he keeps seeing, you know a bunch of old consoles hooked up so i'll kind of focus on that and some of his uh, his uh, responsibilities were at z Boyd and for our show, and then for rp gamer i 'll probably uh, bring up, uh, focus more on their new game that they are currently uh uh, developing, which is Cosmic Star Heroine, it was a Kickstarter game. Actually, their their only Kickstarter game. The other games were not Kickstarted. Uh, and I have a lot of interest in that game. It looks really cool. So, uh, you know, these guys are made the uh, the Penny Arcades on the Ring Rain Slick Precipices Four. Uh, yep. They also made uh, like Call of Cthulhu. Yep. And I think Breath of Death Seven. Yep. yep. So uh, they may have made one more besides that, but. Uh, definitely, you know, uh, those are all very, very heavily retro-influenced RPGs, and uh, kind of a parody of them in some ways, and uh, I haven't played a lot. Of, I've seen them, uh, so I'm a, I'm a little ashamed to say I haven't played them. I'm about to interview the guy, but... You have to crash course in them. Tonight. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, meet up around uh, early afternoon tomorrow, so that'll be uh, our next episode, which will be nice, so it uh, we'll have a little break th- over our uh, Christmas holiday time, which is always kind of a, a mess. So, yep. For those, uh, we we have now been spoiled uh, for what our our next show is gonna be. But I'm I'm really looking forward to that. It's always, uh, like I met the Benner Saga guys. It's it's nice to to meet the you know to meet some of the developers in person and uh, mm-hmm. and I- interact in a more personable way instead of just. Uh, you know, over Skype all the time, so I'm looking forward to that. it will be fun. Right. Um yeah. yeah. My news. I have a two piece news and they're both kinda short, and I stole your news. I, I knew uh you were gonna get a little mad that I stole your, your Retron Five news. Or you...
1: oh, I, I actually hadn't thought You're about it. You're the one it, that posted so,
0: it on no. the forum.
1: Well, yeah, but I, I wasn't <laughs> I hadn't thought about uh, uh news items that I wanted to talk about in the show. Okay, so.
0: well the Retron five has been delayed, so all of the all of you who wanted their Five in one HDMI retro system for the Christmas holiday have now are now disappointed as the Famicom slot was giving them issues. So they have delayed uh release and are going back and fixing some of the production issues they had. So I hear they're supposed to be ready again sometime in quarter one of two thousand fourteen, so just a few months delay, so we'll uh if you're interested in obviously the Retro 5 you probably already know, but uh keep your eyes and ears peeled uh, for news of it getting, coming back online and uh, being ready for you guys to play. I really wonder how much that's going to hurt sales now that they're not releasing for Christmas.
1: Well, they have so many pre-orders. I, I know that yeah. uh, th- th- you know, as long as they don't, people don't start dropping those, they'll probably be okay. Yeah,
0: but how many pre-orders are like, oh, I'm going to get this for my boyfriend for Christmas he loves, you know? Is, right, right, right. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. So the, it
0: could come back to haunt them or... It could not, you know, make very little dent. Uh, uh, and the other news I have is uh, two brothers, which we have interviewed the developers on our show in the past. Their game is mm-hmm. finally released,
1: so it is available on Steam. And is av- I, I don't think I, I, I pre-ordered the thing. I don't I don't think I got. You have a humble. You should, have gotten, or or humble, code or you should have gotten a
0: humble bundle email with a uh, a link. And you click the mm-hmm. humble bundle email. I, I got mine. When did you get oh, it? Oh, A few weeks ago. Yeah. I'm Early November, I like it, November 15th, if I'm not mistaken. Is that when it, when it I released? I believe so. <laughs> I can check to see when I got my email. We could do this after the show, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'll help okay. they find this two brothers game. Yeah, uh, have you played it? No, I have not. I haven't, like I said, no. I've been avoiding getting into all these new games with new consoles and everything else. It's just come out and I'm overwhelmed I've still got to play that Avedon 2 game for Gamer that I'm supposed to be uh, giving impressions or review on and I've totally neglected it so I'm kind of pulling what little hair I have left out trying to play all these games hmm. uh, but for those of you who have been you know, oh that sounds like a cool game and kind of forgot about it, now is your chance to pick it, and I think it's even on sale at Steam right now for like $11 instead of 15 so uh, now is your chance to pick up a pretty cool game and help uh, some young guys who are starting up their own little game company and uh, making some retro inspired games. Uh, and that's it yeah. for my news. Yeah, no, I,
1: it uh, looks like a fun game. Yeah.
0: I have uh, the RP Gamer guy re- reviewed it and he picked up some of the things. I, I did the uh, demo impressions uh, on it. He picked up a few technical issues that I'd found that I, I was hoping were going to be fixed in the, in the last release, in the, the final release. Uh, some hitbox issues and um, and things like that, and a few other things. Uh, I think he was a little harsher than I expected it would be, but it, it sounded fair. And it's also going to be one of those niche games where it's not for everyone. It's going to be you know you, you're hardcore. You like retro style two D two D overhead you know, action adventure games, and and if you you don't like that, then you know it's going to be rough. But for for a guy like you who Really into them, I, I think it'll, it'll be a good game for you with, uh, with your Zelda 1 love. Yeah. But, but uh, I didn't have a form thread of the Fortnite. Nothing was that intriguing to me, even though I looked through a lot of pages. So uh, I know you did pick one out of the pile.
1: I did, yeah. This is a thread that a professional gamer started asking about uh, people's thoughts on a Game Informer article uh, about seventh generation cult classic video games and uh, they defined cult classics or at least he he thinks they're defining cult classics as games that were released on console or pc but not on handhelds or mobile uh, that were generally ignored by uh, what most video game players uh, would, would normally pick up when it was released and that received uh, less than overwhelming critical acclaim and yet nonetheless have a small dedicated fan base willing to to argue for their merits and so uh, just real quickly the Games that Game Informer thought fit in this category were things like Alan Wake, Bayonetta, College Hoops 2K8, Deadly Premonition, Demon Souls, Earth Defense Force 2017, El Shaddai, Enslaved, Metro 2033, Mirror's Edge, Near, and No More Heroes. Uh, and then he, he started kind of seeing what uh, other people in the forum thought uh, might count as a 7th generation cult classic video game. Um, so people listed some things like, like Shmups. And, uh, like reboots of older retro games and lots of Wii titles, um, that, uh, like, like someone put Mad World, which I think is a horrible game, but, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so they, they listed, uh, things that they thought might be cult classics and, uh, you know, I, I, if you have the list up in front of you, I mean, is there anything that you think should be included that's not here, um, that would be a, a good addition?
0: Oh, not off the top of my head now, um. No, nothing that really jumps. I mean yeah, I think a lot of them are covered. I hear a lot of support from Nier. I I think it, it didn't review all that well, but I've you know, from those guys at RP Gamer and some other people who I uh, discuss or follow, you know, about RPGs, uh have been overwhelming in support of Nier as being a great game with a really great musical score, so I have it and it's one of the I was kinda of put off with some of the uh some of the reviews and how it, it was kinda of, Described as being fairly average uh, and repetitive, but uh, from all some of the praise, some people who, uh, whose you know, judgment I trust on games, uh, has been you know think it's really good. has made me more interested in it. Um, another one on there is Alpha Protocol, and we had our uh, interview with uh, Chris Avalone discussed mm-hmm. that. Right? I brought up how Alpha Protocol has been you know becoming a cult classic where it, it didn't review and sell well at first, but it's. Done some really unique things that uh, that has really set it apart as being a unique experience, despite some of its technical issues. So that's another one that, that uh, I'm glad to see on there. Uh, 3D Game Heroes is another good one, another good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, digging through some of the other ones, Brutal Legend I don't think counts because I don't think it was all that cult. I think it was fairly hyped, uh, fairly hyped game. I'm uh, looking through anymore, I I don't think Demon Souls fits. You know, it's a it's kind of an undergroundish kind of game, and Atlas, you know, pretty, but it, it spawned a big sequel, and it was a a million seller or whatever. So I mean, I think it's a stretch to yeah to call that one uh, a cult. I think it's one of those surprise games, but I wouldn't call it a cult following. Everyone, you know, is pretty familiar with Demon's Souls now. I know yeah. uh, one of your uh, top games is on that list. Which one is that? Mad World? No, don't you like Metro
1: 2033? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true being sarcastic. No, 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 I was being Uh, serious. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Metro 2033, uh, I quite liked. Um, Yeah, I think... I I don't know if I agree with all the picks that people put down here, um, but I guess that's kind of what makes them cult, some of them, is that they're debatable. Um, Sure. I I was actually very surprised that there's... uh, And and I didn't see this listed in the criteria uh, at the top of the post, but... um, they they aren't. There's almost no uh, download only games here. Yeah. Um. And and I think there's lots of cult classics there. Uh. Especially since, uh, for the last few years of both the the 360 and the PS3. I mean, uh, more weeks than not there would be almost as many downloadable titles released if not if not more than things that were available on on retail shelves. And so, sure. uh, you know, I I would think um, like a lot of the stuff in the Xbox Indie Game Store um some of the things that uh yeah. you know like uh, like the stuff from Mommy's best games like shoot one up or um uh, games like um even something like i made a game with zombies which was pretty well known mm-hmm. um i think would still you know be an example of something that's a cult classic um or or had the you know has potential to become one in time yeah. um things like on the on the ps3 um you know games like uh I don't know like critter crunch or games like uh uh, Shatter. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, th- these are games that uh, really were sort of nicely refined gameplay, kind of interesting iterations on an existing formula or genre um, that I don't think you know sold especially well. Weren't kind of regularly featured. Didn't always get a lot of reviews, and um, I, I, you know, people don't always know about. So, I, I would you know, if I was going to spend time and sit down with this list, I think I would uh, throw away a, a lot of games on there that are or online exclusive games that I, I think most people responding to this thread are kind of thinking towards the, the question of collecting. Yeah. Um, like, Oh, what, what cult games do I want to make sure I go pick up at GameStop before, uh, you know, they're, they're stopped carrying this generation. But uh, I, I think that a lot of these games are, pretty well known and it's and and have a lot of them have steam versions or pc yeah. versions which you're going to be able to get forever i think it's the the ones that were like especially exclusive uh xbox or psn or we wear titles that uh you know weren't on pc that won't be there forever yeah. that are, are really going to be the cult ones
0: now there's some other ones i'm looking on here that i don't agree with like dead space extraction even though it's a spin-off and a lesser bot game uh, a spin off of a AAA franchise. I don't think it'd be cult uh, that much. I mean, I guess it to can, yeah. but I don't think that one fits. Another one I don't think fits is uh, Hyper Dimension Neptunia. I think it's more of a very niche game, not necessarily a cult classic game. Where yeah. I think there's a uh, distinction. And then GoldenEye. You know, how can a remake of one of the best known shooters of all time be a cult classic? I just. It might be one of those that flew under the radar as a re-release, but I don't necessarily think
1: that classified as a classic. Do uh, you agree? No, yeah, I would, I would agree on those. I mean, again, this is so... It's very, this is it's why very subjective. I, I mean, we have to keep going back yeah. to what, what the, the, the definitions are that Professional Gamer put up yeah. here at the top. Um, at, uh, receive less than overwhelming critical acclaim and have a small, dedicated fan base um, and generally ignored by most players. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if that's all that goes into defining something as cult, then maybe most of these would fit. But uh, I like GoldenEye, I don't think was ignored. I think you know, it, there's a lot of interest in that because of the name. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, it just ended up not selling as well because reviews were lu- lukewarm, or it was for a system that its time had passed by the time it, it mm-hmm. you know got there. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. What I don't see in this list is very many games that I think. Uh, people are going to have a difficult time tracking down. Eventually, um, some of them, maybe.
0: Uh, I think core Sakura Wars might. Um, yeah,
1: I know 3D
0: Game Heroes has been easy to find. It's been on sale for like twelve dollars on Amazon all over.
1: You can still buy new. I have a feeling right. Alpha Protocol might become more rare. Uh, well, see, but that's that's a game that has a Steam port, right? So I mean, yeah, a lot of these, yeah, a, a lot of these are, are cross-platform. But then again, there's some versions. expensive old
0: carts and games that have digital releases that...
1: Yeah, but not you know, for their native platform. Yeah,
0: like El Shaddai might be one of those, um, even though it's cheap yep. now. Demon's Souls yep. sold so many, it's never going to be expensive. Unless you get yep. the collector edition, that was a little more rare. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I had that at one point. Did you? I sold it. I got... Uh, I, I, the game's okay, but I, I have it... I got it for free on PSN, mm-hmm. and I don't play it enough for plan to ever play it enough to... You know, if I already have one copy, I don't need the expensive ones sitting around. But I guess we'll move on to some of our uh, feedbacks and
0: questions. Uh, sorry, okay. feedback Sounds and questions. Uh, feedback. I'll let you do this one since uh, it pertains to you.
1: Okay, so uh, Alien Jesus uh, is commenting on my uh, <laughs> British impression from last time. Uh, he says, uh, wow, it was like I was listening to myself on the podcast, Dave. It was no, beautiful. no, this is Alien oh, Jesus talking. Voice. <laughs> oh, right. He uh, <laughs> says, I have a suggestion for someone I'd like to have interviewed on the podcast too BTW uh, and he suggests uh, Drumble who is the owner of Backloggery.com as someone that we could perhaps interview um, or contact on Twitter at, uh, and, and have him come on the show uh, I, I, I'm not opposed to that at no. all I think uh, a lot of our members use backlogery, and uh, I've I've toyed with it in the past although I I don't think I've updated my my profile there for years. I haven't either. uh, I
0: had it all up to date. And then I have a few different databases that, you know, once I start updating one, I'm like, oh, doing this over and over again for, you know, separate databases is kind of annoying. So I need it I should sometime go back there and really update that. I, I, I really did like the website, though. It's cool.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I appreciate, uh, at the very least, I appreciate the recommendation for, for guests, and uh, we would encourage listeners to continue to send those in. Uh, you know, I, I know that uh, we, we've probably in the second half this year in particular kind of fallen off in interviews and done more regular shows, and part of that is just uh, convenience. But part of this also, uh, you know, it, it's sometimes difficult to think of exactly who we might want to be able to, to get on or who would be. Approachable and accessible, and uh, so th- that's a good kind of suggestion to make.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's something we could po- very well look into going into 2014, and uh, yeah, hopefully he would be uh, inclined
1: to uh, humor us with this time for for a show. Yeah. And so I guess now we're going to enter the Noise Redux portion of the, uh, yeah, the comments basically. and questions, because he had, he had some of both, so I'll let you tackle Noise's stuff.
0: Well, he says, uh, so to chime in unnecessarily on the whole Kickstarter thing, I think maybe at first, and by at first I mean Tim Schafer 2012, people were just really excited about games being funded by Kickstarter because it was new and exciting. So then, for a while, I felt like it really didn't matter what the game was. People were just putting down money if they saw the phrase from developer of classic game blank uh, combined with the word Kickstarter. But now that the paradigm uh, is has had a okay has had a couple of years to lose that fresh feeling, I think people are remembering the days when a company would make a game and then you pay for it if you wanted it when it was available.
1: Yeah. So isn't isn't that basically the argument I made last yeah, time? Yeah, basically. I mean, it's yeah. uh, I think some People would
0: get that realization. Uh, that it's, it's not a pre-order, it's not some. The, a lot of times the, you're funding the beginning of these games, and uh, I guess some people who are uh, not in the know of how most video game design work is it takes several years for most of these games to come out, so, and usually we don't hear about them until, you know, the PR and uh, marketing is ready for you to hear about it and get the hype drummed up, which is sometimes a year, maybe two before release, so... Some of these you're hearing several years before release because you know, you're, they're just starting the game. So uh, I can see how some people get a little you know they're excited and then well yep yeah, now uh, I paid this money it, it, all the hoopla about it, it being fun and it it's great you know I'm so excited now I get to play it in 2016. So I can I can see some impatient people like forgetting and and not getting Dane. But to me it's not a big deal. I kind of like following along with some of the stuff and being involved and when it comes out it comes out so uh I can yeah. I see some validity in the statement though for sure yep, yep. <clears throat> and he has a question uh what is your absolutely absolute favorite football
1: game and why my absolute favorite football game FIFA No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um hmm I I, I mean I it's, it's a tough one right so uh it would it would be a Madden, um, and I mean probably the ones that I would look back on most fondly aren't necessarily like the the best ones in the franchise. It's it the ones where uh, I played the most because I had like you know I was in a league or I had a bunch of people playing with <laughs> me or I played it regularly. So so I'm thinking of the ones that uh, released during my my college years. Um, so. Like, like Madden 97, 98, 99, like some of those uh, uh, kind of peak peak generation PS1. That's when the franchise uh,
0: first started. I think 99 is the first year of the Madden franchise, which really changed the game.
1: Franchise mode, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, gen- generally it's the, the games in the uh, mid to late, mi- mid to late, but not too late in a console's life that tend to be the best in the series with the A team working on all that. Stuff. And I think that... Uh, uh, for me, it's it's probably the ones from that that 32 bit era that not that they're the best football games I've played, but that I I kind of have the most fond memories of. And um, you know the 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 other wild card there is that especially for some of the early uh, like if I go back to like ninety six ninety seven, um, th- there's still a lot of uh, really good Cowboys players on the Cowboys <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and since I'm a Cowboys fan, I, I like to go back and play as some of those folks. Um, as a Cowboys fan. Since the Cowboys have kind of sucked now for fifteen years, um, you know, playing Madden games from like two thousand five, like makes me sad, right? (laughs) It's like, you know, oh god, we had these people, and uh, but uh, anyway, that that would probably be Madden games from that era, and uh, before that, I mean, I I I've played a lot of the other franchises. I I don't I don't have a real soft spot for two K football. I know some people do. I I played like the I liked Sega stuff, but I always liked the Madden games more uh, back in the sixteen bit era as well. What about uh,
0: uh, NFL Blitz and uh, and Tecmo Super Bowl, which is usually a a, you know Racket Boy' favorite sports games?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not on the I've never been on the Tecmo Bowl bandwagon. I think I think that's just because I didn't have it as a kid, right? Because I didn't have an NES um, or an SNES, and uh, so. Yeah, Tech Mobile, I mean, I've played it. It's fun, but it's it's not a thing that uh, I would consider one of my favorite football games. Um, NFL Blitz is fun. You know, I, I guess if we're going to play an arcade sports game, though, I, I tend to, to go towards other sports like basketball. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, for me, it's, it's going to be probably one of the Madden series. Uh, 2005 was awesome. Uh, I remember that's when they added the Hit Stick. I played these a lot in college, so I'd get some buddies together, and we'd go through franchise mode together. So I have a lot of fond memories, and I was like, oh, I really wish I could you know, do an online franchise. Which, a couple of years ago, they added the online franchise. So some of the later Madden games have been pretty nice. Uh, this year's one uh, seems really solid. Um, but I also loved the NCAA Online Dynasty. So NCAA 11... Might be my uh, one of the best times I've had is that I really was digging into the online dynasty, and I joined Tradition Sports, and I was the first year. And we we're knocking out a game a night. We we're just plowing through it and having a blast, and uh, do our off season together on Skype. You know, twelve guys in Skype and talk about our recruiting battles and all that. Man, it was uh, I couldn't get enough. So my mm. fondest memories of all the games is it's crazy to say since I've been a Madden fan since Madden ninety three. I've owned you know I've played it every yeah. year. So to say ncaa 11 is it might be but you know it's it's one of those where yeah people say oh it's just the the same game with new rosters no it's not i think they upgrade it every year with a lot of stuff uh sometimes they're set back when they go to a new console console launch but it also still is football so you're still playing yep. the game of football it's a simulation of football uh so they, they do some kind of as far as which one's better than the other they generally get better until 06 on the 360 was really bad. But as yeah. the 360 went along, each iteration has gotten better and better, I think, for the most mm-hmm. part. More features, more this and that. So it's it's really tough for me to pick out, oh, 03 was awesome, or 07, you know. So yeah. I'm, I'm mostly going by which game d- gave me the most fun. And some of that's not necessarily the game, but some of the external circumstances surrounding the game that allowed me to have more fun with it. So... Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. You, know, you know, I should I should put up uh, when you mentioned uh, the NCAA game. I should put some pictures of this up in the the show thread. Uh, it, one of the one of my absolute favorite football games would be the original Bill Walsh college football, and uh, it, 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 that game for the Genesis it came with uh, like a stack of index cards that have listed on them like uh, all the players on each team and their stats. Yeah, the old Madden things. had it too. I have
0: that on my Madden ninety three. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, and so you know, I mean, this this game came out what like '93, so I was probably 12, 13, something like that. And uh, the um, I, I I sat there with each card, and uh, I created a spreadsheet. This is you know not on a computer, but a hand drawn spreadsheet. Uh, I didn't go online to look anything up, but, you know, uh, and basically added up uh, all the different. Uh, numbers in the different categories for the different positions, and made a, a spreadsheet of like, you know, what teams were the best team for this particular category, what team is the best team for this particular category, uh, so forth and so on. And uh, because the, the index cards didn't have that, they just had like this is the stat for each player. Yeah. So I basically did that as a way to like figure out which teams were the best and worst and why in different categories and, and use that uh, as a. Basis for selecting teams to, and, and then I was almost always just playing against either the computer or, or uh, my my younger brother, and uh, so like I spent hours just kind of like pouring over the statistics for that game in a way that I've not really done for any other game <laughs> since, um, and uh, it sunk sunk a lot of hours into playing it as well. Oh
0: yeah, And our NCA franchise, our dynasties, we. Download from the website, like you know, all the, the recruits, and we pour through all the recruit stats and ring things, and yeah, yeah, we have done, we've done our fair share of that kind of
1: minutia detail work and stuff. So I, I know where you're coming from there. Yeah, so I mean, we're talking about new uh, new consoles. We spent a lot of time talking about FPS. Now we're talking about Madden, and so this is the bro gamer podcast. Yeah, that's week, it. Right? No, <laughs> Uh we did talk about cult classics. Programmers don't like cult classics.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh his other question is, did you see The Wizard when it first came out? What did you think of it then? What do you think of it now?
1: Uh no, I didn't. Uh now I think it's a nice nostalgia trip, but not really much more than that. <laughs> Uh
0: I saw it as a kid. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I might have. Yeah, I saw I saw it as a kid, but yeah, not like I think I saw like, it, when I, it I, when re, it I think out. we rented yeah. it once it came out you yeah. video. I didn't I may have saw it in the theater. I just remember all the craziness. Oh my god, Mario 3 yeah, I think, isn't that how they first uh, announced Super Mario 3? It was like the sneak peek to see it in that game. I,
1: I, I, that seems that might not be true, but that seems to be my recollection as well. Yeah, I
0: don't know if it's... But I remember that's when everyone was talking about it. Oh, first time you can see Super Mario 3, it's such a new game, and freaking out, and oh, this guy owns every NES card. he's so awesome, I'd never be able to own every NES card, you know? So I, I remember talking about it with friends in school, about uh, that kind of stuff, but you know, watching it now, it's one of those where you just kind of watch it to lo- to laugh at it, kinda.
1: Mm-hmm. Really, it's it, you know the it's got Fred Savage, and the acting's kind of it's nineties kids movie
0: crap kind of stuff. <laughs> yep,
1: and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's and- it's it's the kind of thing where you can look at it and kind of enjoy again, sort of enjoy it. Like if you were of, of that age in that era, it has a nice uh. uh you know, it's a nice reminiscence. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's not a good movie. No. Yeah. But
0: it was an NES, a movie all about playing NES and going to the World Championships. And all that. Was that the same World Championships that gave out the gold cards? No. Same style?
1: I'm, I'm not, no, because the, uh, if I remember in that movie, they're not, uh, they're not playing, like, specially designed cards with uh, particular... Challenges or high score challenges. They were playing Mario three
0: somehow for as a competition.
1: Yeah, for high score. <laughs>
0: yeah, that seems kind of stupid, but
1: yeah, I remember yep.
0: thinking that then as a that's a competition to play Mario three. Oh, he found the flute first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the commentary from like them during the competition is probably one of the funniest parts of the movie. Uh,
1: yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I probably haven't watched this movie in a decade. I so. I'm
0: just going yeah. by a few uh, flashes of memory that's going through my head about, you know, I remember them like, with escaping and going on this road trip and meeting the guy with all the NES cards and he had the Power Glove. And yeah, then, like, they yeah. geek out about every little Nintendo. It's like a really long, cheesy Nintendo ad throughout the whole movie, so.
1: Yeah, lots of product, product placement. Yep. Yep. And,
0: uh, <laughs> and then Ak added, last minute, to modify Noise's first question, what are your favorite sports games in general?
1: Which, so can we can we recuse ourselves from this one and say go go back and listen to the episode where we talked about this for two hours?
0: <laughs> uh, well, we can say that, and if you want more detailed discussion, go there. <laughs> but I guess we can uh, give. And since we didn't get a lot of questions, we can give Ak a quick answer of what our favorite sports game are.
1: Okay, well, my favorite sports game would be NBA Jam.
0: Mine would be. Similar to my answer above about Madden and CA, but I'd also have to throw in baseball stars from the NES. Okay. That, that would be my answer. Final, final answer. Let me look on the, 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 the forum to see if we had any other okay late questions. Last minute questions. Uh,
1: nope. Did you, did you tweet about it as well or not? No,
0: I didn't tweet. Sorry.
1: No. All right. I at least made. At least I thought to make the post. Hey, you made more of an effort than yeah, I did. No, so. Dave's been <laughs> slacking. Yeah.
0: Slacker Dave.
1: <laughs> All that thinking.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All that thinking about your highbrow humor.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, it It'd take days to plan a, a good joke. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too much thinking to, to get on and play any tactical games. No, sir. Not, not no, no. Dave. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for what we have planned. Any, any other thing you want to add?
1: No, I don't think so. I guess uh, we'll just thank everyone for listening uh, and encourage them to... Uh, uh, send us any questions or comments they might have either uh, where you find the, the podcast posted on the main site or on the thread on the forum, or you can email us at racketboy at pot or podcast at dot com, um, Or you can follow us on Twitter and uh, you know, I guess otherwise uh, John, any, any last comments from you?
0: That is it. I look forward to our interview tomorrow. So tune in in a few weeks and uh, you'll get to hear me hopefully in a not-too-noisy Starbucks uh, interviewing uh, Mr. Bill at Z-Board Games.
1: Yeah, and we'll try to do uh, a—we might possibly do a show, and you you don't have to do this if you don't want to, but I've done them in in past years, some kind of a live show, something around the end of the charity auction, which will be uh, somewhere a few days before Christmas. Um, In the past, we've done that to try to— Boosts like last minute bids and stuff and so we'll, we'll post information for that uh in different places if if we decide to do something but i would encourage people starting this weekend to uh, if you're not regularly on the forums to drop in check out the items available in the auction and uh, help raise some money for a good cause. When are
0: all the uh uh auctions and middles uh do by
1: uh they're due by the 7th so uh, I don't know if this will be posted by then. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. Okay. Well, yeah.
0: they're due already. Shame on you for not.
1: To. Yeah, but I might, Shame I might on allow me. some I last, to put anything in yet. So yeah, I might allow some last minute things, but uh, and even maybe depending on what it is, something after the seventh. But uh, yeah, please, uh, please, even if you don't donate uh, an item, please come and uh, donate some money and uh, and bid on some items that you think you might be interested in. Yep. So. Anyway, well, I guess that'll do it for this show then. Uh, Until next time, here's some music to put you in the mood.